Romans chapter 2 from verse 28 to 29. For you are not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. And true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit. And a person with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. Romans chapter 3 from verse 1 to 4. Then what is the advantage of being a Jew? Is there any value in the ceremony of circumcision? Yes, there are great benefits. First of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. True, some of them were unfaithful. But just because they were unfaithful, does that mean God will be unfaithful? Of course not. Even if everyone else is a liar, God is true. As the scriptures say about him, you will be proved right in what you say and you will win your case in court. Hello everyone, welcome to the Echo My Podcast. <laughs> it's your host, Tachinera. I don't know what happened. This is actually the third or fourth time I'm recording this today. It keeps cutting off and I don't know why, but let's just go on. I hope this goes through. So, like I just read before in Romans chapter 2, we saw what in what the benefits are of being a Jew and who a true Jew is and what true circumcision is. And then when we come to verse chapter 3, it tells us that yes there is a but there is the benefit of being a jew first of all they were the ones god entrusted with the whole revelation of god before the gentiles came on board and the thing was that yes some of them were unfaithful but just because they were unfaithful did not mean that god will be unfaithful as well god was not you know a payback kind of god he doesn't he's not petty he's not like oh i asked you to do this you didn't do it so you know i'm breaking my part i'm not doing it as well god is not like that even if the whole world turns out to be a liar even if everyone else lies god will remain true that's how faithful he is in his person and um today i want us to look at two examples of people who were unfaithful to god and a few other examples of people who were faithful to god the first example i want to look at is um the children of israel when they renounced their covenant to god and the priests of the priest of israel then eli and his sons um so when i read when i generally just hear the word about faithfulness what comes to my mind that can describe it best is marriage right in marriage vows for instance you hear words like i this take you that to be my wedded wife or husband to have and to hold from this day forward for better for worse for richer for poorer in sickness or in health to love and to cherish till death do us part and here too i pledge you my faithfulness i know you know westernization has you know turned a lot of things around so people have modernized you know the way vows are but the key word in every vow is a pledge to be faithful we pledge to keep our promises but sooner than later we find out that you know it's actually very hard to keep life just starts life <laughs> and you know life just brings situations that we every day to test those vows that we had we had initially made so in this example that i want us to look at we look at um, exodus chapter 20 and up to chapter 23 god was spelling out you know 
the words of his covenant to the people and the people replied that they were going to do everything that God had required of them and he repeated this a second time and they still affirmed that they were going to keep God's covenant and when you come to chapter 24 verse 8 you see where you know Moses took you know blood and he splattered it over the people and he declared that this blood was you know a sign that is confirming the covenant that God had made with the, with the Israelites right and when I read that what clips clicked in my head rather was a mystery of consummation in marriage ideally when you know a virgin a virgin bride you know sleeps with her husband for the first time there is most times an evidence of blood as oh this marriage has now been consummated and you know that begins the covenant so i i think that was what you you know he signified when God took blood and he splattered it over them and he's like we're in together for this and you know what happened barely 40 days after <laughs> after they had entered into this covenant with God they broke the covenant they broke the vows of faithfulness that they had made to God and you know just like regular people we do that all the time we've told God that oh I know you don't like this. I'm not going to do it anymore. And before you know it, in a matter of hours or days, you find yourself doing those same things over again. Another example of someone that was unfaithful was Eli, the priest of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, from 11 all the way to chapter 3, from verse 1 to 21, you know, gives, gives us a narrative of the life of Eli and the decline in his son of, of his sons to the faithfulness of God in the priestly duties that God had em, em, entrusted into their hands. The sons, despite the press, the sacrifice that was presented to God, and apart from that, they were equally messing around with temp, the temple girls and Eli, their father he failed to control them in their actions so that just stands to reason that if ordinary people like you and me can be unfaithful even priests can be so as long as you're a man there is a tendency that you're going to be unfaithful to the vows and the things that god has committed into our hands but the truth remains that no matter how unfaithful we become in the things in the assignment that god has assigned us god will remain faithful he will always keep his part of the covenant he will never abort his program but instead he might you know go on to continue that program with someone else it's just like in marriage sometimes i think what is um most ob- obtainable today is that in marriage for instance you find one person cheats on the, their partner the other person decides to pay back instead of remaining faithful in the marriage and before you know everything just you know breaks apart right but god is not like that we as his children we as his people times without number we have been unfaithful in the things that god has required of us to do but that has not deterred him that has not changed him it goes i think it says in chapter 3 that even if chapter 4 verse 4 rather that if everyone else is a liar god will remain true he will never lie an example of someone who was totally faithful to god was jesus hebrews chapter 2 verse 17 describes him as a merciful and faithful high priest before god god has you know giving us different things unique things to do on his behalf here on earth and it's in our hands to now decide if we want to be faithful or not you know just like jesus was and we have other examples of people 
even in contrast to Eli and his sons, we see Samuel, the replacement, being faithful to the very end and not even one word that he spoke out of his mouth fell to the ground. Everything was fulfilled from the day he began to the very end. So he's showing us that we can equally be faithful. If Samuel did it, we can do it. If Jesus did it, we can do it as well. So the thing is that, you know, it's just um, a charge to look into our lives and find areas or traces of unfaithfulness. You know, it usually starts in the little things. And, you know, when you find those things, you make the necessary adjustment, right? It may be in our marriages. It might be in finances. It might be in our careers. It might be in ministry. It might be in parenting. And whatever the case may be, it is unique to each and every one of us right look for those areas where there are lapses where you know without a shadow of a, of a doubt that you are not giving god your best that even if you're committed to the things that you're just you know half-heartedly doing those things my heart my prayer is that you know we would look at jesus and emulate his faithfulness to god in his god in his odd in his god ordained assignment right as well as others faithful servants of god let's not look at people who are unfaithful and imitate them let's not be petty let's you know or you know follow through on the things that god has um has asked us to do and i promise you there you would always reap the benefit because god never asks you to do anything without you know a fulfillment of the promises on his part so it's a partnership just because we become unfaithful god is never going to become unfaithful even if the whole world turns out everyone else in this world today starts lying god will never lie he'll always remain true he'll always keep his word we are the ones who struggle to to be faithful to the things that god has taught us so i hope that you know you would you know just you know ruminate over the word faithfulness what does faithfulness mean to you how have you been faithful in the assignment in the things that god has entrusted into your hands and wherever you find lapses you'll be able to make the necessary adjustments possible and you know just you know keep being faithful in the things that you know wherever you find yourself so yeah that's it and i'll see you guys again next week all right bye <laughs>